This is Ool Radio. I'm Jason Snell. I'm here with Dermot. Hi. Hey, Jason. How? How? Uh, so you are one of the 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 key movers here. Key movers. I haven't thought about at all. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a co-organizer. Co-organizer. Is the, is the word we tend to use. Yeah, yeah. Instigators. Yeah. Organizers. So, uh, how are things? This is your. Is this your fourth? Fifth. 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 Old, yeah. So. So two uh, in Dublin. Two in Dublin. One in Kilkenny. This is our second in Killarney. Killarney. Yeah. 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 It's gone good. Um, I have to say, it's uh, run really smoothly this year. One of the one of the big changes we did was we brought in somebody to work on logistics for us and work with details. That's Aoife. I don't it's know if Aoife. you've met Aoife. Of course, everybody has met Aoife. Everyone's met Aoife, and she done you traded emails and she arranged flights and all that she, sort of stuff. So yep. she's making the trains run. Um, what it what it turned out is as a um, as as a conference, it's running quite smoothly, or at least from from a co organizer's point of view. Um, the amount of work that we have to do on the couple of days during the conference has significantly decreased, which I guess means we get to enjoy it a little bit more and see more of it, really. You know, and particularly on day two when it's interactive presentations, um, I'm getting to see more of it and get to be on the old radio. That's nice. Very, well, thank you for having me do this. This is a lot of fun. I spent my entire morning talking to all sorts of interesting people, and it's been it's been great as a um, a follow up to their presentations and and uh, getting to follow up on what happened on the first day of the conference to, with them today. Yeah, and I, and I think that's really, um, it's a really great use of little radio. Uh, um, so uh, I guess the wider the wider audience probably won't have the benefit of seeing the the, the, the shorter talks and so on. But uh, certainly for me, I sat in on one of your, one of your um, shows this morning and um, it took the story that we heard during storytelling and brought it up to today. Mm-hmm. So the story was, was, was Cathy's story about... Um, her husband's tragic illness, I guess, um, uh, having a stroke. But um, at at the show yesterday, as a storyteller, quite a short story, obviously, and she took us up to it happening and how she dealt with it back at the time. But certainly after it, a lot of the audience were like, how is he now? How are right. things now? And she was able to bring that right up to today. So I think that's a great use of little radio. Those are my follow-up questions that yeah. I have for all the speakers <laughs> yeah. that I was taking notes about yesterday as well. Tell me about today. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that this will be interesting for people who aren't here, but I think that for people who are here, I hope it's a nice sort of supplemental and maybe a little of a souvenir too and a reminder of these people. Uh, absolutely. And I have to say, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the storytelling myself last night. and It was great. I loved, I loved the personal nature of it. I loved the pace of it. They were They were all... Not too long, yeah. and um, there were lots of them, and it was just—it was a great, uh, fun show. My wife works in a library, and they do a um, frequently—I don't think it's monthly; I think it's maybe quarterly—they do a personal storytelling thing yeah. where people come and tell their stories, and it was—and uh, it's wildly popular, and it really, really reminded me of that sort of thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And I think it's—it's kind of unique in our in our industry we finally um as a conference have started to see people from uh, a little more outside our industry which is something we've strived for for a couple of years actually and um so particularly with people bringing um bringing their families along and we're getting to see their significant others who may or may not be working in the industry and i've been talking to them over the past the past couple of days and they the one thing that they say they seem to be saying to me is nobody in my industry would ever admit to not having a clue what they're doing. Mm. Whereas, it, at least in in um, what we're seeing here, is people getting up and burning their souls a bit. And the fact of the matter is, um, I think everybody has elements of self-doubt. Absolutely. Um, 
and it seems to be like the iOS and Mac development community are one of the few people that actually blurt it out and say, sometimes I feel like I'm way out of my depth. And and like I say, all of us feel that way at some point in time. But um, this seems to be a bit of a theme I, th- I think we're seeing, is that people telling us about their vulnerabilities. And as an audience member, what you get from that is is saying... Oh, you know, it's kind of this relaxing because you 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 completely relate to it and say, yeah, right. sometimes, it's not just me. Yeah, it's not just me. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you go into work and two or three two or three things go wrong in a row, and you actually think to yourself, oh my god, everything I've ever done is rubbish, right? So that happens to us all. Mm-hmm. But we're getting people getting up on a stage and telling us that, and I think that comforts everybody. Yeah, it's it's um, it's comforting in that you're not alone, and it's inspirational in that you get to see people who have dealt with all sorts of things that may be may, way worse than yeah. you've dealt with. And not to say, well, it could be worse, but to say, look at look at how much adversity that person faced, and they made it through. And, and it puts it into perspective. And, and I think the other thing is that you'll find is that um, you'll see people who you know by reputation as successful, and they still get up and talk about their vulnerabilities. So it's it's not just... You know, it's everybody, no matter what level of success, has this um, has this set of feelings. Yeah, it's um, it was there was a good, it was a great performance. Now, what was the origin of uh, splitting it up into the builders and the and the storytellers? That that was um, almost uh, organic. And the, what happened there was, um, first of all, um, the 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 starting point here is trying to make the. Uh, the, the speakers more diverse and and when I say more diverse I'm not talking necessarily about diversity that we always talk about in the industry I'm talking about diverse set of opinions mm-hmm. so of course um, we've run a, a, a conference kind of aimed at Mac and iOS developers and designers and there started to be a, a, a repetition to some extent in some mm-hmm. of those speakers who we all love and admire by the way but we, we said well it these a lot of these same speakers are speaking in a lot of places, and there's a real danger there as a conference that it just starts to feel like that conference is on tour, and then as a person who wants to attract people to it, you're up against somebody saying, "Well, I could go to it in Dublin, but you know what? It's coming to a city near me." Right. Effectively thinking that way. Right. Okay, that's not their exact words. That's how they think. So we wanted to try and bring in people that hadn't spoken before, and we wanted to really encourage that. So the starting point of that was let's do a blind call, and we. You know, the the blind call was very, very genuine. And what I mean by that is we set up a Google form. Mm-hmm. We asked people to submit their ideas. But we took the Google spreadsheet and we hid all the col- columns before we, we looked at it. So all we kept was the content. And in fact, um, when, when it came to judging it, I was on vac- vacation. So what that meant was I gave my two cents, what do I think of it, and sent it off to Paul and Sasha. And Paul and Sasha finished out their um, voting and what and let the cards fall as they are. So we had a lot of people who uh, maybe never spoke before, people who have kind of said, I can do that. You know, so we got a whole new set of people, which was very interesting. As we were judging those, we found there was a group of them all talking about products they'd built. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, they fit neatly into a track on their own right. Hmm. And it, just, it was just a common thread through them. So then we stopped the thing and said, well, why don't we take some of these and turn that into a builder's track? And that's how that came about. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so that's I mean that's that's the whole story. So we ended up with our builders and our storytellers. So the uh, I like the idea of the of the open call as well because as much as you might try to find new people and different perspectives, if you're tapping your network and yeah. uh, the pe- it's people you know, then even if you are trying to do something different, it's going to be hard to break out of the box just because there's some of it is not things you can control because it's still the people you know or the people they know. Absolutely. So you're, you're tapping the same well all the same. All the right. same. Okay. And of course, the, 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 network, the network of people you know widens every year as you run a conference. But I guess there's still always links between all those people you know and one of the things we one of the things we were also conscious of was that there must be people in our audience in previous years who were sitting there saying I could do that or mm-hmm. I'd love a go of doing that and they um, there wasn't really a route for them people to say can I speak you know and generally speaking up, up to now a lot of our speakers would have been invited or people we would have reached out to or people would have reached out through other people and sure. so on um, whereas this this time around, we said, "Here's a way to approach us to speak without seeming like that person who goes, can I speak at your conference?'" Mm-hmm. You know, so um, yeah, I think it's kind of worked out well. I'm really happy with it myself. Yeah, it was a great collection of people and stories that I have not heard before, and that the likes of which I have not heard at other conferences, and it was really great. Yeah, and then we, we had this benefit of. Um, um, because we had a, a good running schedule and all that sort of stuff, again, typically myself, Paul and Sasha would get up and introduce people. We didn't have to do any of that. And in fact, I think Horace did an amazing yeah. job last night of just running that show for us. You enlisted Horace to do that. You've yeah. got, I think you've got Mike Hurley introducing the Lightning Talks. Mike's going to do the, the Lightning that's Talks. That's right. So the yeah. Lightning Talks, is that that's coming from attendees who want to be, that's, that's be attendees who want speakers. So, so that's actually, this is our third year doing uh, Lightning Talks. And... Um, I got to admit, you know, the first year that that Paul and Sasha talked about bringing lightning talks in, I was kind of skeptical because up to then we'd done a lot of work on curating our speakers. And, you know, at the time, very few people were first time speakers at all. They were proven that, you know, they do a polished talk and so on. And I remember thinking this could go either way. And the first year was just a resounding success. Everyone loved the lightning talks. And I then, remember it. Well, I remember the room. I yeah. remember the whole thing. Yeah, and 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 everybody liked it. So mm-hmm. of course it was no brainer to bring it back. And then the beauty of that is, um, it's it's not trying to curate or find speakers. It's saying within the audience, fancy a crack at this? Why not? And and incidentally, every year somebody has gone from lightning talk to main speaker. That's happened. Mm. So, and and not even kind of that's a, it's not like a graduation path. It's not something we're looking to do. It's just naturally happened, which I think is fantastic. That's great. Yeah. So, I have to ask the question that's on everybody's uh, lips this this week, which is, what's the sun? What's with the sun? And the last time we were here, it was windy and rainy the whole time, and it's been beautiful. Is this the trick that Ireland plays? As it tells everybody that it's rainy and uh, cloudy and it, cool, and then it's actually not. Yeah, we try to keep all the Americans out for mm-hmm. November so we can have it to ourselves. Yeah, that's the, that's the no. Well, you've no. tricked us. <laughs> Not we, at all. We've, we've found you out now. Um, the, the only thing you can rely on in Ireland about the weather is the unpredictability mm. of the weather. So. Well, it's been, it's been amazing and quite a contrast from when we were here 18 months ago. It's amazing, yeah. Um, coming back to the venue, I mean, that's, I, was, I was telling my wife about this today, that um, repeating a venue for you is new. I mean, yeah. you, you, although I kind of like this, 
you, this is your change year, sort of, sort of old t- seems to go in two year cycles where you, you, you do it and then, talk. and yeah. then perfect it. Right. And yeah. this is, so you changed the content, but kept the venue this time. Yeah, and it's our first time keeping a venue, and there's something really, really special about this venue, I think. And it's I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm not just saying this, um, and, and I've said this to a number of people I've met over the last few days. Um, hotels are meant to relax you, and very rarely do that, right? <laughs> Most of the times we're in a hotel, it's because we've a job to do tomorrow, or so it's a very functional place to be, even when they try. But something about this place really, really relaxes me personally. And I think it's got to do with the view. Mm-hmm. This view over the lake and the mountains is just fantastic. But yeah, for those who don't know, who haven't been able to attend here, this is, we're, we're basically right on the, the, the Killarney National Park. There is a lake out the out the back of the hotel, the, this large lake. People were rowing on it earlier today. I saw it, yeah. There's, there, there's the, the kind of craggy hills and mountains behind. It's, just, it's spectacular. It's a spectacular location. It, it, it really makes you feel serene i think and mm-hmm. in fact when we when we started looking at a venue for uh, 2016 we 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 went and visited a few hotels we were thinking of bringing it back to back to the city and we we met lots of marketing managers who really didn't care about us you know and they were kind of you know well maybe we can do that many people maybe we can't they, 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 there was nobody trying to sell to us mm. and um I remember being we myself and Paul and Sasha went to lunch after um, after seeing one of the hotels and we were sitting there dejected, going, "What are we going to do?" And I just kind of lifted my head and said, "Somebody remind me why we're not going back to the Europe." And Paul said, "Will I give him a call?" <laughs> and that's what that's and, <laughs> and not on that, but it was we rang them up and said, "Listen, we're thinking of coming back." And the answer was, "We'd love to have you." And and they're a very supportive partner of the conference, in the sense that they get it, they get what we want. And I've been to uh, over the years of of um, organising organising Ul, we put a bit of emphasis on the food, and um, you'll hopefully you'll see that tonight in the gala dinner. But um, you know, I we have been in many conversations with executive chefs in hotels, and Paul talking about the type of food we want and the level we want. And you can just see that chef getting more and more uncomfortable, thinking, you want that for 200 people? <laughs> I can't do that, you know? So, um, and we always felt that we'd find an executive chef who would say, wow, this is somebody giving me a bit of creative control. I can't wait to do this. But we, we, we hadn't found it. But Alex is the chef here. And last year, he was a little bit sceptical, okay? This year, we, can, we came to see him, and we said... We have a couple of ideas. We rolled out the ideas. He said, "This can't. This will work. This won't work. This is." But I've got some of my own ideas, and he threw in some ideas. And the conversation was about thirty minutes long, and, and we got up and walked away, and it was all sorted. Huh. And you know, they get us. They 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 get what we're trying to do here. So, you know, I, I, there isn't a better place to hold it. I don't think. No, it's it's yeah. I was very happy that it was coming back here. I have such fond memories of this place, and now now they include a little more sun than they did the last yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's pretty amazing, and you're right, relaxing in in a way that uh, a lot of uh, conference hotels are not. Yeah, you're just running down a corridor and <laughs> into a room. And yeah, it's not as exciting. Anything else we should uh, you want to talk about on on the um, microphone before? Uh, I guess, I guess, I, I, I suppose the, the, the one thing I, I think that uh, we like to portray is about the, the philosophy of Vool and the, the, just to talk a little bit about the content and the pacing of the content. Mm-hmm. Um, to my mind, and, and we're all agreed on this, a, a conference is about the lasting relationships you make at them. 
So what we're what we've always tried to do is is maximize that. So in year one, when you've never done a conference, you think about filling it with content because that's giving people their money's worth. Um, but what we've done over the years is made our talks shorter and our breaks longer. And if you put the value on the content, then we're giving bad value. But if you put the value on the relationships you make at the conference, it's getting better, I think. So what, what's happening there is we're providing an environment where people get to talk more, people get to socialise more. And... You know, sitting down at breakfast with somebody that you saw speak yesterday and expanding on their talk is a, is is what you should be doing at conferences. So that that's what we've been trying to achieve. And and again, that's why even the likes of say the storytelling, we gave the storytellers a limit of ten to twelve minutes, something along that lines, and it really made them focus on their performance. Um, kept the evening snappy. It's still entertaining, and we still have stuff to talk about and time left over to talk about. Yeah, no, I was going to say it feels confident to me. Like, you you don't have to rush it now, right? You can take your time. You you know what the conference is supposed to be. You're not trying to prove that you can pack every minute with something. And honestly, you took this step a few years ago when you introduced these uh, feature presentations that are not that are much more self-guided, almost like being in a museum or something. Absolutely. A- and, um, and that's not a very usual conference sort of thing to do. And that was a bit of a leap. But I think it's one of the special things about all the fact that there are, you know, that, that there's the second day that's not just go back in the ballroom and sit and watch talks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy today. Yeah, I'm enjoying myself. It's, it's good. good. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm.